All right, welcome to Flow. I'm Marcus, and I'm here with J Log. And uh, we're gonna take this time, and uh, this is our episode zero. Uh, but what we want to do first is we just want to pray for those that are listening right now. So, J Log, you want to open us in prayer? Absolutely. Let's go, Heavenly Father, Lord. I thank you so much for this day, God. We thank you for the opportunity of starting this podcast, Father God. It was driven by you, uh, giving us the insight to Father want to come together and share your love and your word in everyday life. And Lord, we pray for the listeners, uh, God, that you would just open their heart and mind, allow them to be receptive and uh, allow them to know that they're cared about by you and uh, show them that they're loved. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, if you're familiar with podcasts, you know what episode zeros are. It's always the introduction of who we are, you know, why we started, and just to help you guys know uh, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I'm excited about this this podcast. Uh, now, now J-Log, uh, he came to me with this podcast, yes. and uh, I don't even know how it came about because it was kind of a, he called me one night and was like, Marcus, I got an idea. Um, so how did that idea kind of sh- share a little bit? How, how did that idea even come come to play? Right, absolutely. Honestly, I was just sitting at the house. Um, this this whole idea, Marcus, what it hasn't been really a thought in action, but probably a month and a half, if that. Oh yeah, something it, something of that. I least, mean, it's, yeah, a month and a half. Maybe yeah. it, it was something real quick, and honestly, it was just like God always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brings things up that you don't understand why. And if you knew me more on a personal level, uh, podcast is not something that would just probably come out of my mouth or even want to do. <laughs> I listen to some podcasts. Uh, I like listening, yeah. to, listening to sports podcasts, things of that nature. Uh-huh. But I was literally just sitting there, and I felt the Lord tell me, you know, I want you to start a podcast, and I want you to give Marcus a call and get this thing going. And and as usual, as we, we tend to do in times, I'm like, why? Why, God? And instead of me waiting, I mean, he was pretty quick with an answer because this is a way to get out who I am, how you live with me in your heart in everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so I obviously I picked the phone up. I called you. I pitched the idea to you of what God had put in my heart and on my mind to, to start and that he really wanted you to be included on it, I felt, and what your thought and opinion were uh, was going to be on it. And and uh that's that's kind of how we got rolling with the idea what just so that the listeners can listen from your perspective what was your first thought process as as you received my phone call Uh, (laughs) my first thought was why would i want to do a podcast with no with somebody that doesn't want to know even what a podcast really is right um and i i mean that jokingly (laughs) right um, because uh if, if you know Jason, he's not the most technological person. Um, and, and you'll, you'll, as you listen to us throughout the episode, you'll, you'll probably learn that real quick. But, um, I was actually kind of excited when you really started talking about, you know, why you wanted to do it. Right. Um, cause it wasn't just, Oh, I just want to become famous or I just, I just need something to do. It was, I want to proclaim the gospel. I want to make sure Jesus is known. Um, and one way to do that is through podcasts. Cause if, if, most of you that are listening, you like podcasts mo- most likely. Right. Um, and uh, those that maybe don't are going to get into it because podcasts are kind of a big thing now. Um, in the last, I would say, probably decade-ish, maybe even less, they've become really popular. Um, I listen to probably five or six a week. Uh, and then with some that I listen to periodically throughout the, uh, the time. But uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm also on another podcast, so I'm kind of familiar with podcasts. Uh, and I was excited when you told me uh, that this right. is what you wanted to do. But also just the fact of um, 
because you wanted the gospel proclaimed. It wasn't uh, anything of a, hey, look at what I'm doing. It's It was more of how can we make Jesus known? Absolutely. And, uh, and that's kind of what our focus is here because, right. uh, I mean, anybody can start a podcast and open the Bible and read a passage and talk about it. But we want to do more than that. Uh, like we want to make like our tomorrow's ep- or next episode, episode one is all about faith in everyday life. Um, as a Christians, we have faith and we're going to talk about, well, what does that really mean in a world that doesn't agree with faith? Absolutely. Um, and we'll go into that more details then. But uh, I remember when you called me, I got off the the phone and uh, told my wife and she was like, that's exactly what you've wanted to do. Um, and because uh, I love my other podcast, we, we do daily passages um, and it's very simple. It's this is going to get me out of my comfort zone because with a Bible, you can go verse by verse and your script is already kind of there and you already know what you're going to do the next day. Uh, mm-hmm. This one is more kind of like our, our thing. We're going to go with the flow. That's <laughs> it. That exactly kind of scares right. me sometimes because I don't know what that is going to mean. Right. Um, but it, it also excites me because no, I, absolutely. Uh, one thing I always believe is when you're in your comfort zone, you're not where God wants you. Right. Um, and, uh, this is not necessarily out of my comfort zone, but it really is because mm-hmm. there's not a set script. I mean, no. we, we kind of talked a little bit what we want to talk about, but even then the fine details are like... Well, that's, and if you stop and think about it, that's, that's the beautiful thing about this whole thing is, yeah. is letting the Spirit move to discuss what He wants us to discuss about yeah, and go with the flow of everything. <laughs> yeah. And and it's funny that we keep saying go with the flow with things. Marcus, give them give us a minute and tell them how flow came about as far as a name goes and and you approaching me with that and and what came to mind when you thought of coming up a name for the podcast. So uh, one thing that we've always wanted to talk about was faith and life. Right. Um but we wanted to do more than just that. So I was like, we need to come up with a cool name. And that's the hardest part of a podcast is coming it up is. with a name. Um, and I mean, I threw, I came up with probably five or six. Yes. Um, and we came up with one that was like, it was okay, but it just wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt that even when I said, hey, I, I like this one a lot. Um, and uh, like that one had a had a meaning, but it was not really a, not a faith meaning, but it just was kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, we need like an acronym or something like that. So um I was actually talking to a friend of mine. I was like, this is what we want. We want something that's, we talk about faith, life, and pretty much everything else. Um, we need a, we need something. And I, he, he, he mentioned the word flow. And I was like, oh, I like that. I mean, we both go with the flow. Like, we're pretty laid back. That'll work. And then I was like, my mom is very, very good at, you know, coming up with things. And mm-hmm. uh, I asked her, like, hey, what do you think of this? Faith, life, and off the wall stand for flow. Uh, and she was like, that, that's really good. And then I started talking to a few of my other my friends that are kind of big in podcasts, and they're like, that's that's perfect. Um, so it was kind of a prayed about it. God just kind of laid it on my heart and just brought a few friends with some ideas, right. um, kind of be able to collaborate a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and uh, came up with that very quickly. And it just kind of worked because it was we're talking about faith, we're going to talk about life, and we're going to kind of be talking about off-the-wall stuff um, and doing off-the-wall things. Right. Absolutely, and that's so, yeah. You know, and you approached me with that, and you called me. There was really no hesitation, was there? <laughs> I mean, you told yeah. me, and I, it just hit me in the soul, mm-hmm. and and it was almost as if God was saying, "That's it. That's my whole purpose of what I brought to you." And and the reason for me feeling that way was was because, as you've already mentioned a little bit, we want to talk about our faith. 
we want to talk about life and and also off the wall topics yeah about everyday life yep. about things that are going on that are just totally off the wall <clears throat> and it could be we could be talking about circumstances we could be talking about situations we could be talking about everything else that happens in life that doesn't really get in-depthly talked about during a typical church sermon and how to normal people uh just as you are out there in this world as uh, talking to the listeners can deal with it in a faith-minded way yeah and so when you brought that to me it, it just stuck and it, and it really hit home with that's where god wanted us to go with that yeah so uh for those who don't know who we are which probably most of you don't really know um i'm a youth pastor here in kentucky um and Jason, I don't exactly know what your title is because you do a lot of things and your phone's always ringing. Yes. Um, explain kind of what, kind of what do you do? Because obviously this is not a full time job. Right. Um, what do you do outside of this podcast? Outside of this podcast, uh, for the past twenty one years, I've worked in the transportation industry in logistics and transportation. Man, twenty one years. You, yes. You, you've done that your whole life. You're twenty one years old, and yeah, um, you're looking good. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's that's the way I feel anyway, right? Okay, of course. Uh, for twenty one years, I'm forty two years of age. Uh, so for twenty one of those years, I've worked in the transportation industry. <laughs> uh, worked in logistics and. Okay. Right now, uh, I've owned my own company uh, in logistics and transportation, being a representative of a nationwide uh, transportation company for right at about 12 of those 21 years. And in my job on a day-to-day basis, basically, I deal with the business end of things, uh, customer service, uh, rating freight that moves across America, uh, the stuff that gets put on your shelves in stores. Uh, we're partly responsible for getting them there as well as different commodities across America. And, um, I'm responsible more or less on the business end of that, uh, and stuff. And that's kind of more or less what, what I fit in here with flow is the business end of things because, Go it's ahead. funny how that how it works because I'm definitely as a youth pastor. I mean, I'm business minded and such as I know how to make a uh, you know a budget sheet and all that stuff. But outside of that, I don't know much. Right. So um, I'm more of the creative and hey, let's make this work. Let's do this type of thing. Um, so me and Jason and uh, J Log here uh, definitely you know are very very good at this. Where he's going to do the business side and I'll do the creative That's side. That's it. I'll, I'll leave the technical. <laughs> technical stuff to you and i'll take over on the business side of things but uh so you, you've been doing that for 21 years yes um what brought what got you into the trucking business i guess what got me in the trucking industry was i was working management and retail and okay uh, I, I remember coming home from work one night and my wife met me out in the parking lot of our apartment and and says hey there's an opportunity to work for a trucking company in my family and and i started out doing local billing and accounting and some odd and jobs like that, literally yeah. odd and end type jobs within the industry. And as time passed and marched on, uh, I started, I just fell in love with the industry and fell in love with the, uh, occupation of what I do. And, and I'm a all in type of guy and I give everything 110. And that's, that's why I'm where I'm at today in terms of my, my career. I love what I do, uh, as a, as transportation and logistics goes, it's very an inter- interesting field and it's never the same. Awesome. Yeah. I know like me, uh, now if you would have 25 years ago told you that you were going to be where you are today, would you have thought, Oh yeah, that makes total sense. There's no way. There's no way. There's right? no way because 
what happened was is I was actually in school at the time too that I was man in management and retail, and I was going to get my degree in business, and I actually was only a semester away from getting my degree in business, and wow. I fell in love with my job, and I seen growth opportunity. And I'm not encouraging anybody out there by the, <laughs> by any shape, form, or fashion to quit school. I'm no, not saying that. Not. But what I am saying is, is that if you've got a passion for something, go with it. Yeah. And you can make anything that you love 110% what you want to be in life. And no different than my faith. You know, I, the closer that I came with God and understanding who he was and what he wanted for my life, I fell in love with it. And that's why we have flow today. Yeah. Is because of being obedient and listening, uh, so it kind of everything kind of goes hand in hand with that. As far as I'm concerned, in my job and where I'm at now. Yeah, I know. For me, so I, I graduated high school in 2008, and I've been in pretty much in some form of youth ministry mm-hmm. um, since then. Um, I've I've been a f- youth pastor for six years, uh, and uh, like you said, if you would have told me in high school that I was going to be a youth pastor, I would have thought you were crazy because I actually wanted to become an engineer. Uh, and that's what I wanted to know that. Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted to go to school for. And, um, at that time I didn't really know what that meant. What I, that meant. I just knew I liked working with my hands and doing things like that and wanted to build things is what I really wanted. Um, I love building. I'm not a, as long as I have instructions, I can build it, but like, I love actually doing it. Um, but then, uh, I mean, I went to, I went to camp one, uh, my junior year of high school. Uh, God kind of got hold of my heart a little bit there and, uh, things changed and senior year I went to Bible Institute and God got a hold of my heart and yeah it's crazy how absolutely God changes your lives and um and yeah so um before we go into that a little bit but um kind of talk about a little about who, who we are um wh- you know what we what we do outside of this podcast um I'm currently the youth pastor at Mill Creek Baptist Church in Bardstown Kentucky I've been here for it'll be three years in October which it's kind of crazy to think that it's only been three. That's nuts. Um, but uh, even coming here was kind of a God thing. It was never on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as we do our episodes, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little more too. But what brought you to realize you needed Jesus in your life? Man, I tell you what, you know, as you age in life, not that I'm an old man <laughs> by any any shape, but... As you grow in your life, you know, a quick little bit about me and my testimony, and I'll I'll hit the very highlights of each section uh, of it. And this is the main thing of what I want to get get across in what we're doing here with Flow. Yeah. Um, You know, I got saved when I was 13. Um, I I said the sinner's prayer. Uh, And it's kind of cool because the way that, that I've grown and what I know now and I'll reflect back on that here in a second. You'll see what I'm talking about with it, and you will as well as listeners. Uh, I got saved, and I and I learned about Jesus because of my best friend. Uh, he rededicated his life, and and he wanted to know if I wanted to get saved. And basically, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what from, but yeah, let's go ahead and do it." And and I I said the sinner's prayer and asked Jesus to come into my heart. And though I didn't understand it, I later in life learned that God knew. There was a plan in my life and mm. accepting him at that moment in time. And I learned that when I was 15 years of age and and I uh, grew my life, got married uh, when I was 21, I think, <laughs> 21-ish. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got three wonderful children. Uh, 
and growing up and after you have a family and once you have kids and things start going, life starts happening. Yeah. Um, your relationship, if you don't truly know who God is, and that's what I would encourage our listeners that, you know, if you don't truly know who God is and you don't know, you say, yes, I have a relationship with him. You know, my challenge would be to check where you're at in your life mm-hmm. because I can tell you right now, with all honesty, I thought I knew everything I needed to know about being a Christian, yeah. and I didn't. Um, and to fast forward from 13 to 15 to getting married and life happening to now that I was 40 years of age, I'm 42 now, so when I was 40 years old, uh, we started coming back to Mill Creeks in September of, uh, it was August of 2018, and in September of 2018, I remember exactly where I was at, and just like this podcast when we were talking, how how did it start, and God just, bam, there you go, mm-hmm. I was sitting there and literally coming in the doors, I thought I knew everything still. And when I was sitting there in the pew and Brother Gary was preaching and God just hit my heart and took control of my life at that moment. And I I, I literally started bawling like a baby Mm. and God grabbed a hold of me and literally told me, this is what you need to do with your life. This was what it means to live for me. This is what it means to know me. And once you have that revelation in your life, for me, it was everything. Because I can tell you now, beyond a doubt and without any uncertainty in my heart, that I now know what I thought I did know. And that's how I became to know Jesus and and know him fully. And we'll dig more in depth into that as we go through a few of these episodes on, on down the line and stuff. But you know, what about yourself? How did you come to know Jesus? And So um, I had the great privilege of having two godly parents, and I was always in the church, so mm-hmm. I always knew the answers. I knew, quote-unquote, what a Christian was supposed to be like. Right. Um, and when I was in fifth grade, my uh, my dad took me to this thing called the power team. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's a bunch of guys that are jacked up on muscles with muscles and muscles. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Of course, just like Tyler. That's it. Uh, and we'll, we'll introduce Tyler here soon. But uh, um, basically what they do is um, they show off their muscles right. by, you know, ripping in, ripping phone books in half, mm-hmm. um, slamming uh, like bricks in half and yes. uh, bending steel bars with their teeth and all these things. Um, and while they do that, they, they mm-hmm. proclaim the gospel. Um, right. They share the gospel and they, they just kind of. Nowadays, I would say it's kind of a trick because it's, hey, come see all these guys do a bunch of these things. And, oh, by the way, we're going to share the gospel. Um, nowadays, they do a lot better of, hey, these are these guys, but they're Christian. They're going to share the gospel. They, they, so I went there and I, quote, unquote, I went forward and I prayed the prayer and I did that whole thing. Mm. Um, the only difference was that I, I would say that I didn't wasn't technically saved at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I didn't really change anything in my life. I was never mm. a bad kid. I was never... Uh, the, the troublemaker or anything like that. I was always a good kid. Um, so after that, nothing really changed. Um, when I was a sophomore in high school, um, we lived in Pensacola at the time. Um, I lived there for five years. Um, and that, at that point was the longest I ever lived in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was plugged into the, to sports. I was plugged into clubs and my church and things like that. And like, I loved it there. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school in my mid sophomore year. My parents moved us to Clearwater, Florida. Um, well, holiday Florida, right. to be exact. But, uh, um, at that point I hated my parents. 
uh, I, and I wanted to rebel against them. It was, uh, let me do everything I can to, uh, not necessarily ruin my reputation, but just kind of doing things at school that showed, Hey, I'm not a Christian. Um, but then when I would be at home or at church, I would put on that mask and make it, make it look like I was this good little Christian boy. Mm -hmm. Um, but was living this double life when I was a junior in high school. Um, I wouldn't say I would save was saved at that point, but God was definitely pulling at my heart. Right. I went to summer camp, uh, to Word of Life, Florida youth camp. Uh, Rich Andrews was speaking at the campfire, talking about giving everything that you have for for God. And uh, you know, I, I had the emotion of throwing my stick in the fire, saying, "Okay, God, I'm, I'm ready to turn my life around." Senior year came, um, and I still wasn't really living for the Lord. Um, I knew what was right. I knew I wasn't living where I needed to be, and I knew what God wanted me to do, what wanted me to do, but I didn't want to do it. Right. Uh, so the funny part of my story is come my senior year, it's time to figure out where you want to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my my rebellion and all that stuff, my grades were not the, the best. Um, I struggled to make my, my B average and my a, a, a B, C average. Right. Um, and... Uh, it got to the point where I was uh, trying to get accepted to these colleges and I wasn't getting accepted because my grades were not the best. Right. Um, so where I wanted to go to become that engineer um, was not really an option right now. So my mom I was very good friends with Rich Andrews who worked at Word of Life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a, a Bible Institute, which is basically uh, they teach all Bible. There's no math, science, anything like that. It's straight um, books of the Bible, theology, um, Bible survey, that's dates, awesome. and all that stuff. That's all they do. Uh, and, of course, not living for the Lord, that's not where I wanted no, to go. No. Um, so my mom, I made a bet with my mom and said, hey, if you apply, um, if you, and I was like, if I get accepted, I'll go. Well, I got accepted and I ended up going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I always joke that I, I'm assuming that they just probably accept everybody and yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter who you are. That's um, it. But, uh, but I ended up going. Um, my mid-year um, – you know, that first semester, I wasn't necessarily the bad kid, but I definitely tried to do as much as I possibly could without really mm-hmm. getting in trouble, but still try to rebel because it was a Christian school. I didn't want to, you know, have to read my Bible. I didn't want to have to do all these things. Um, and they do a play, or they used to do a play called Jesus Behold the Man, mm-hmm. which is basically the Easter cantata of Jesus' life and dying on the cross right. for you. And uh, uh, I was actually working the kitchen at that time because every year they would sell tickets to eat meals before the play would always go and uh, I was a server. Uh, so one, one day it was the last night of the play. Uh, and I've seen the play probably 8 million times at this point. Cause I've, every day after my shift, I would go and just watch cause all my friends were in there. Um, and I was tired. I didn't really want to go in my room. And uh, so I went there and I saw Jesus down on the cross and the guy that was playing Jesus was it's a good friend of mine, Brandon. Um, and he plays Jesus every year, but, uh, but he was really good. And I just saw that Jesus was died on the cross for me. And I don't know what clicked at that point because I've seen this p- mm-hmm. play not only here but at my church, you know, growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, read the story, heard it. But it was just something that clicked, and it was this. This is what God did for me. Right. And what I've been doing is not showing him a thank you. Right. And isn't it something that how through two stories, yours and mine, and many others that we want to relate to, to you individually out there that may be listening, uh, that may be in the same situation or your story may be, your story will, I can guarantee you will have the same <clears throat> background principle. And that is you've said a prayer. Yep. 
you've implanted the seed. And though you didn't want to, he still was gracious enough to love you and tug at you and pull at you to continue to put you in the right places at the right time, knowing that you still was going to continue to try to rebel, no different than I did, no different than you did, but knowing that there was a particular time in our lives that it hit. Yeah. You know, and that just baffles me of of one of the things and why we show, well, one, it shows why we don't deserve it, but he gives (laughs) graciously. Yeah. The moment, every time that we say no, he says yes. Mm-hmm. in terms of our faith. And it's just another, even just a testament that you can read the same story thousands of times, yeah. and that thousand and one time you learn something new. Oh, man, absolutely. And it's it's just crazy because um, since, so in 2009, that's what, so I, I say I was saved in 2009. Okay. Um, since then, uh, my life has been, not, I don't want to say great, but it's it's been for Christ. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, I met my wife after not close after that but uh, met her and now we have a daughter and we have another one on the way Mm -hmm. um and uh to like you were talking to tell to say that i would be a youth pastor in 2007 when Mm -hmm. i was a junior in high school Mm -hmm. i thought you were crazy absolutely like especially for what i did for almost three years Mm -hmm. um you know i wasn't the most popular i wasn't the but i was a I love sports. I love mm-hmm. basketball. I loved friends and hanging out and doing those things. And right. God was like, I'm going to let you do this, but then mm-hmm. you're well, it just shows you when you come fully submitting to what God wants you to do with your yeah. life, regardless, you know, being in transportation for 21 <coughs> years, if you would have told me that the opportunity of God to start directing and changing my path at 42 years of age of where, where he wants me in life, I'm like, God, I don't know nothing else. Yeah. You know, I know nothing else in my life other than, I mean, as far as occupation goes, and I don't know what tomorrow holds. I, I believe I'll be in transportation until I retire. I, I believe so, but that's that's a belief going off of me thinking instead of God saying. And, uh, you know, right now I'm in transportation. We've got this podcast going that's God-led. I'm also uh, enrolled in school to yeah. to get my uh, degree in Christian ministries to uh, with an emphasis on pastoral studies i don't feel the calling yet to be a full-blown pastor (laughs) or anything of that nature i like my church i love my church i love our body here at mill creek and what what we what we're doing here as far as the spirit goes and Mm -hmm. letting god lead the way through through being his soldiers basically uh but it just goes to show you that again kind of bouncing off what you were saying if you would have told me even five years ago, three years, go back three years ago and said, Jason, you're going to be in school trying to learn how learn more about the Bible to learn out more about what Jesus wants for your life in terms of teaching, preaching, showing. I just said, there you're out of your mind. (laughs) I'm I'm a church member. I'm a, I'm working transportation. I love the Lord. I want to grow as close as I can with him. And that's all that I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how much God will, direct your past in places where you don't think you'll go absolutely Um, like i said i'll get into this probably within the next few episodes um but if you had told me four years ago that i was going to be in kentucky Mm -hmm. i thought you were crazy because kentucky was never on my radar how how did that come about in terms of like just your whole thought thought process one you're probably surprised still getting over the shock that your god's led you where you are (laughs) yeah 
and then all of a sudden you're living in, in Georgia at the time now or Florida? Uh, Florida. Florida at the time still. Yeah. And your wife too, right? Yep. Y'all were married. We were married. And then all of a sudden now the blue, you're in Kentucky. Yeah, pretty much. So, so um, I don't want to talk too much about my past, but right. where, um, where my, where I came from, my leadership and things like that were not the best. And I'll get into that probably right, right, right. later on, but that's why I was looking for another job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, with that, um, so like my parents, they live in Texas, um, and her parents, they live in Georgia. Okay. Um, and my parents probably lived in Texas at this point when we're looking, uh, probably about five years, okay. uh, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her parents lived in Georgia, maybe probably about three years at this point. Uh, and right. so we wanted to move closer to family. Um, right. the closest drive was about a 10 hour drive to, to her parents. And that was without traffic in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you drive through Atlanta, you know, you gotta add, add at least another hour. <laughs> so it ended up being like an 11 right. to 12 hour trip, um, driving. Um, and then my parents were in Texas, so we always had to fly. So that wasn't a cheap, uh, thing. So, um, we wanted to, like I said, move closer to family. Uh, and as we were praying, we were like, um, what would be a reasonable, uh, like me and my wife were, as we were praying, we asked each other, what, what would be a reasonable distance to drive? And I was like, I wouldn't want to drive any more than six hours. So we looked at six hours away from Georgia, right. uh, area, Texas area, um, had a few interviews, uh, at both places, a few, few phone calls. Uh, there was that one point where I was the last, like I was the top two went for a visit uh, got back and it just wasn't they just, not that they didn't want me but they they liked the other guy better which is part of ministry right um, well then um, some stuff happened at my church and I was like I got to the point to where I was like I'm ready just just to quit like I don't only want to do ministry anymore I'd rather go work at McDonald's or something uh, like that's how bad it was mm. um, and I remember uh, I called a buddy of mine he was the he worked at the Florida Baptist Convention um, as the kind of the young adults student ministry aspect of that Mm -hmm. the company there um and he asked me marcus do you want to be in ministry i was like i would love to be in ministry but if this is what it's going to take then no and he was like marcus if you want to be in ministry to have a to get a ministry job you have a better chance if you're in ministry um so that kind of helped me push a little bit longer and literally a week after that gary calls me Mm. uh and now uh in ministry for those of you don't know when it comes to kind of getting hired it's who you know um and I never sent my mess, my resume to the, to Mill Creek. Uh, he got my resume off of some website and, um, he calls me, uh, and we talked for maybe like three hours, uh, which if you know, Gary doesn't shock you at all. No. Um, but he called me while he was at Walmart to inter to quote unquote interview me. And we talked for three hours and, uh, at no point did I ask, so where's your church at? And, <laughs> or how did you get my resume? Not at one point did I t- I ask really? that. Um, it wasn't until the end of my conversation that I finally asked, "Oh, where's your church located?" And he says Kentucky, and I was like, "Oh, oh wow, okay." So you, the whole time you're maybe thinking Georgia. I'm thinking Georgia or, Florida or, or, or somewhere. Or, yeah, somewhere. You know, because he was yeah more of that okay. country as- accent. So I was yeah. actually thinking more Texas. Okay, really. He had that kind of country okay, twang to it. Got it. Um, so when he, he said Kentucky, I, I was like, okay, awesome, thanks. Well, I'll be praying. Um, let me know if you need anything be- between now and then. And I hung up, and Alyssa co- comes out of the our bedroom and was like, who was that? I was like, uh, that was a pastor um, that wants me to be his youth pastor. 
um, or is interested in me being the youth pastor. And she was like, oh, awesome. I was like, yeah, we talked for like three hours and it was like, it was a refreshing almost. And, and uh, she was like, oh, well, where's it at? And I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's in Kentucky. And she was like, what? So here's the funny part. Okay. We are exactly six hours from my in-laws. Exactly six exactly hours. Exactly six hours. Wow. From Bardstown to, to Woodstock, Georgia. Georgia. Six hours. Isn't that something? Crazy. It is. That just shows you God's divine plan. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. What? And it's crazy because, like, now that I'm here, mm-hmm. I couldn't see myself anywhere else. That's awesome. Like, that just goes to show I, you. Yeah. It shows that God's always working. Always working. Always knows better what's yeah. best for us. Yeah. Even though we don't. Because, I mean, I had, so I had a job opportunity at the church I actually grew up in to become the youth pastor there. Really? Um, and I was very, and like, I didn't even need to have an interview or anything. They just, they wanted to hire me on the spot. Um, but just something kept happening to, with, with Mill Creek to where it was like, I'd rather go here. I'd rather go here. Um, which was crazy because I knew everybody at that church. I grew up there. I knew how they were, ran. Now their, their leadership and things have changed since I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, that's what I knew. So I was like, that's comfortable. Like, wow, isn't that something? And God is like, Nope, I'm going to take you to Kentucky. Where, See, I never knew that part. Uh, of it. Cause, uh, and it's it's funny because I am not a country boy, by any means. Shocker. <laughs> um, I lived in Florida for right. 15 years, and I lived in the Tampa area. Um, and if you know Tampa, it's definitely not country at all. No. Um, now there's where I lived specifically was more of a suburbish kind of lifestyle, and you had the, your rednecks that were there, and I put that in quotes because Florida, I would not say is redneck. They no. just want to be. Yes. Um, but they'll, if anybody that I know is listening to that, they'll probably shoot me, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a different culture here. Right. Um, and where I came from was a small town called Arcadia, Florida, which was the, Arcadia. The, the poorest county in, in Florida. Um, and very small. And when Gary was like, uh, hey, I, I want you to come here. I was like, oh, how, how, how's, how big is your, your thing? And she, he was like, oh, it's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a lot bigger than what I'm at now. And he was like, what? I was like, I'm in Arcadia, Florida. And he knew exactly where I was because right. he used to live in Florida right. um, and wasn't too far from Arcadia. And he would come down and hunt hogs and things like that, which was very big in Arcadia. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it's just crazy how God works. Because uh, if you would have told me three years ago right. or four years ago that I was going to be in, living in Kentucky and starting a family with my wife, I thought you were crazy. Well, what's cool about all this is, is it goes once again to show us and everybody out there that our plan isn't always our plan. No. You know, and everything is God-driven. Mm-hmm. And if you actually open your heart and let him in and let him take control of your life mm-hmm. and listen to him, he will always put you in a place of comfort. Yeah. And to, what really shocks me about your story is is that you had that comfort there that you could have went to. Mm-hmm. And you could have easily just did what Marcus wanted to do. Exactly. And which would have been very understandable for a lot of people because mm-hmm. that's what we typically do in life is go with what's comfortable because it doesn't put us out of our zone. Yeah. And, you know, man, I commend you for, for <laughs> listening and being faithful. Yeah. And, uh, and it was even even crazier was after I accepted the one here, um, they understood and they had another guy lined up and ready to go. Right. But um, I got a call from a church in Texas Mm-hmm. That was ten minutes from where my family, my parents lived. No way. And uh, I had to say, sorry, I've already accepted this job here in Mill Creek, and they were like, okay. 
Wow. And uh, I mean, I and I get calls still. Still, hey, are you looking to to leave Mill Creek? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not looking. Right. I'm and that's something. Yeah. That's awesome. But that is so good. It's crazy because, I mean, I don't see myself. Not that I would. I, I never want to say I'll never be a senior pastor, but I don't ever want to go through what Gary goes through. Right. Um. And uh, the joke in youth ministry is when you become a senior pastor, you've been demoted, is, is what the joke <laughs> in youth ministry world is. Um, so I think if I ever do leave Mill Creek, it's because, um, not that I, I'm getting out of youth ministry, it's just right. specifically a youth pastor is not where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would see myself more as like a, maybe a camp director or something within youth ministry world, just not specifically a youth pastor job. Right. Uh, what, 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 when that is? I don't really care. No, because I'll God's I'll be a youth pastor as long as I can. So. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, and just sitting and thinking real quick, I'd like to share a couple of verses that I was thinking about as far as you know. I was sitting and thinking earlier, you know, about flow and why we started it, and to back up some of the things that we have already said. Um, it says in Second <coughs> Corinthians thirteen five, the Apostle Paul asks, "Or do you not realize?" that Jesus is in you. And then I went over to Galatians 2:20 and it says I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body I live by faith in the son of God. Um and I can't read my own writing. <laughs> and uh by faith in the son of God who who loves me and gave himself for me. Hmm. And then to kind of wrap it up uh, Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20 says therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age and when I think about those three verses sets of verses um, I think about flow and I think yeah. about what it means what we're called to do as Christians and what we're called to do as believers and and to get more on a personable level with these with the indivi- individuals and our listeners on a on a week to week basis, answer some questions, give advice of of in a more basic setting to mm-hmm. where it would help somebody and maybe not tell everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Um, and so that's that's really important to me as far as living our faith in everything that we do because as Christians, that's what we're called to do, and that's what it says in His Word. Yeah. You know, and, and kind of going with what you're saying and, you know, kind of us talking about how we need to let God, you know, lead us. Uh, my life verse is Psalms 24, 4 through 5, um, which says, Make your ways known to me, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. I wait for you all day long. And that's kind of what we're talking about is mm-hmm. um, with this podcast, we want to go where God leads us. It's not it's not the Marcus and J-Log show. It's not no. what do we want. It's God, what do you want us to do? Where, where do you want us to go? Who do you want us to interview? Who do you want us to talk to and bring on the show? And uh, what topics do you want us to share? It's, Absolutely. And if that means that we don't record for three weeks because we don't know, um, that's, like that's what we don't record. record because we don't want it yeah. to be okay well, what do I want to talk about no it's what, it, what God, does God want to talk we about we will wait till you till you make that known to you us you know that's it's funny that you say that the, the, the wait part of that yes is because my favorite verse that, that I live try to live life by is Isaiah 40 30 31 mm. and and it states even youth 
even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Some verses, uh, versions it will say those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Mm. And so that definitely hits right with what you just said. Yeah. You know, and if it means that we we don't record for a month or if we don't record to whatever, it's something that we will both be in continual prayer about because oh, yeah. we feel that whatever we do talk about is God led and the questions that we ask or the answers that we give is definitely on the heart of where God wants us to be. Yeah. And and, and we, we don't say that to say uh, we're not going to record for a month. It's Our goal is to record every week and, Absolutely. and sh- do a every Tuesday post an episode. Um, but we're, we also want you to know that this is not a show for us to boast about who we what we do and why we're doing it. It's what does God want us to do. And if we don't ha- feel God leading us at, the, at whatever time, right. we don't mind taking that break because we know it's not about us. And, and I think it, what hits key for me the most out of this as far as what does flow mean it's what you said at the very beginning and that is any christian podcast can sit and open the bible and read out of the bible to you yeah and not that that's bad no i'm not knocking that at all no but what where we feel both at because of our conversation and prayerfully thinking about it and, and letting god be in control of it is is that we want this podcast to be about you the people yep. and to be about Jesus and, and his relationship with you in everyday life and how mm-hmm. you as an individual can live everyday life with Christ being the forefront of who you are. Exactly. So, so yeah, so before we kind of close, we want to keep these episodes close to our... Uh, um, Yeah, so before we go too much into this, we want to keep these to 45 minutes. Um, but if you follow us on social media, um, you're going to get to know this guy very well. Uh, his name is Tyler. Um, he is, you want me to tell him who you're related to? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, he is J Lug's <laughs> son. Um, now, Tyler, um, how old are you? I'm 20 years old. All I'll right, be 21 in December. Nice. Yeah. Like, how close to Christmas? Like, four days. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that. That kind of sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, hey, double presents. <laughs> double I'll presents. take it. There we go. Um, now, what uh, what do you what do you do outside of this podcast? Like, you know, I know you go to school and things like that. Yeah. So, um, I will be a junior at UK in the fall. Um, and other than school, really, um, hobbies of mine are you know golf and <laughs> making TikToks and <laughs> just hanging out and chilling and stuff, playing basketball, but. I like to fish a lot, but I do uh, I do enjoy TikTok a lot. I'm, I get called a quote unquote TikToker at times. <laughs> but um, how, how many followers do you have now on TikTok? Forty six point six thousand. <laughs> so we're we're edging towards fifty. Hey, 50K. that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, now uh, we we as a as a podcast have social media. Um, where where can they find us and how? Yeah, so uh, to anybody listening, we have social medias on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find our Facebook at The Flowcast. So it's at the, all caps, F-L-O-W, and then cast. And for Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, our handles are all underscore flow podcast. So on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all three of those, you can search underscore flow podcast and you'll find us there. You'll see our logo in the profile picture. And then Facebook, like I said, is at the Flowcast. So, Sweet. Now, how long have you been on social media? 
Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, well, let, let me rephrase that. How 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 long has it been since you've been famous on social media? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say famous. I get called TikTok famous, but honestly, I don't keep track of the fame. Okay. <laughs> Quote unquote, I guess is if you want to call it that, because my main focus is to further the kingdom of heaven. Um, but I guess that you could say probably about three or four months is, okay. is kind of where it got big. I've, I've been doing TikTok for about a year now. Yeah. It'll be a year come August. Okay. So. Man, on nice. your, uh, on your TikTok platform, Tyler, uh, kind of leading into some of the things that we're going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, which I think is important during this intro episode is, is can you give, uh, the listeners, uh, a little bit of insight on some of the guests and, uh, from social media and yeah. things of that nature so, and what our ideas are from there real quick. So, yeah. you know, I mean, this is well, – I'll just drop my phone. That's great. <laughs> no more TikToks for me. Dang it. Um, no, but, you know, this is the intro episode, so we're getting things kick- kicked off. And <coughs> one thing that uh, you guys listening can expect for the future, um, we're going to be doing different polls on different social media stories, um, whether that be questions from you guys, what you want to hear, or, you know, message suggestions, um, music suggestions, any topics you want to talk about, really anything from you guys. We want to be interactive with you guys in the community, and we want you guys to, you know, feel as if you're a part of this podcast. We don't want you to to just be a listener. But with that being said, um, anybody listening who is in the Christian TikTok community specifically, um, whether you're a creator or just a watcher, you can expect um, different guests coming from the community on the podcast. Um, you know, we, we're going to have different musicians. We're going to have just different people you'll see um, just as we get this thing kicked off and rolling. And for, uh, the further we go down the line, the more and more you're going to see different people. Um, I, I'll leave that up to J-Log and Marcus. <laughs> um, but we will be having guests. And like I said, we want to be interactive with you guys. So. Yeah, that's the biggest thing uh, is that we want this to be for them. Um, and like you said, uh, if you have any suggestions, whether it's topics or uh, you know interviews you want us to let us know. Um, but like I said, Tyler will be our social media guru, guy, person, whatever you want to. We don't really yeah. know a title for him <laughs> yet. Um, but uh, he's going to be the guy that uh, runs all our social media. So if you have any questions, uh, seek him out. Uh, where can they find you personally on social media? Um. Uh, my Instagram is Tyler underscore L40, and my TikTok is at Tyler L88. Those are really the main two that I use. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I think it's like at Tyler Log. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. And then <laughs> Twitter is Tyler L40, I believe. But um, like like I said, it's it's really just it's important that. If you guys want to be involved with the podcast, if you want to keep up with us and support us, you know, really to get plugged into the social medias to follow those accounts. And it's not so we can up a following rate and go show everybody, like, look at us. We're yeah. <laughs> big dogs, you know. I mean, all of this is for the glory of God. And, and like I said, what we do here is to further the kingdom of God in a chilled out, relaxed um, position where we sit here and discuss things of everyday topics in regards to faith. And so, like I said, but it's important that you get plugged in because when you get plugged into those social medias, you can get plugged into 
a different part, a different perspective of the podcast. You're not just tuning in, listening to the podcast every time we air an episode. It's following the social media, seeing behind the scenes, commenting, doing polls, all the different stuff that you could have fun with. We want you to have fun with the podcast. So, Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, Tyler, thanks for joining us real yeah. quick. Uh, and we'll get you on another episode where we'll talk you a little more questions and uh, get to know you a little better. But uh, we just want to introduce you real quick to our listeners and, and all that stuff. So, Sweet. Um, But, yeah, like he, like Tyler was talking about, uh, go follow us. And I'll actually, we'll actually put the stuff in our description below uh, so you can click them and all that stuff. But uh, we're excited about where this podcast is going. Absolutely. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, you can seek us out uh, on those uh, platforms. Uh, and uh, we just want to remind you to go with the flow. Uh, so till then, I've been Marcus. I'm Jay Log. See you later.